This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9, Macca and, Macca and Janet. Uh, who we got, Janet? We have... We've got uh, oh, Dr. Yes, Liz Bradshaw coming, uh, hopefully on the line, um, to come and speak to us about uh, the Qtopia. Qtopia, what a in- name, what a name. Good morning, Liz, how are you? Good morning, Maka and Janet. I'm very well, thanks, and thanks for having me on the show. What a magnificent new building, edifice, organisation this is going to be, you know, Sydney's LGBT. QI Museum called Qtopia, lead curator. I mean, you must have so much material to get through, Liz. <laughs> well, absolutely. You, you know, we, the more we prepare, the more we find, and that's incredibly exciting. So I think we've been very ambitious in what we want to show in this opening, which happens in 13 days. Yes. Um, but it's very much a long-term vision to continually add and develop because, you know, it's a counter to um, the way we've been made invisible in the past. And, and I think this is really our time. It's an amazing time to, to bring all of those stories to light. So the location, Liz, uh, tell our listeners where Qtopia is going to be. In the heart of Taylor Square, it's um, where occupying and, and kind of claiming the former Darlinghurst Police Station. Yes. Um, which, of course, has a, a fraught it history does. And, and, a, and a site of incredible trauma, not just for the LGBTQI plus community, but for um, the local community, for First Nations mm-hmm. people, for sex workers. So it's, um, it's very much about engaging with that history and and kind of telling our side of the story. Can I ask uh, briefly, Liz, um, so, you know, this is a huge initiative. You know, this is, we're talking about a lot of material, but, you know, a significant amount of money here. How's this started off? How's, how's it been funded? Well, um, to... First of all, I would say I've been with the organisation since about last November, right. so... It's actually got a very long history before that, um, and it's being funded by all levels of government. So we're working with City of Sydney and with the New South Wales State Government and with Federal Government and with uh, philanthropic donations. So it, obviously something like this takes huge resources yeah. to produce, um, and certainly if you want to be ongoing, I think we're very good in our communities that making festivals and doing amazing things over a short period that we all go to and then, then we kind of collapse afterwards. But to yeah. be something that is ongoing, um, we're, so, you know, uh, trying to work with, with as many people as possible, yeah. It, it's so important to create those lasting those lasting community, you know, I talk about community infrastructure, you know, community um, places and spaces for us to be able to express and ourselves and and learn about ourselves. Now, I can see here that there's five major themes in the opening exhibitions, HIV, human rights, sexuality and identity, media representation and First Nations stories. Can you tell us a bit about what you think, uh, you know, if I rock up there on the 23rd, what 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 am I going to see? 
Um, well, just make sure you, you have plenty of time. But, um, <laughs> you're going to see uh, a kind of central heart about the way HIV AIDS crisis shaped our communities and our ongoing grief around that. We really want to tell that story, particularly focused on Ward 17 South, which was the first Mm -hmm. HIV treatment and care centre in Australia. And of course, you know, in the early 90s, half of all people with HIV had been treated there. And um, it was also the place where so many great um, led by Professor Ron Penny and Professor David Cooper, you know, had an international impact on the medicine that now exists um, and, you know, was a significant part of the Australian model of dealing with the crisis, which was with full community po- uh, participation and, and in consultation with government, so much so that that was then exported overseas. So you, you'll learn all about these amazing people and the Sisters of Charity who... You know, homosexuality was still illegal and they said, no, we will care for these people and we will make sure no one dies alone. It's really deeply moving stories, but also bringing that into the present. I mean, one of our kind of key ideas is that we want to educate. And I think as someone who has taught for a very long time, I've seen a lot of young people who just don't know much about HIV. And mm. and so I, I want that. Um, real uh, accessibility, you know, to, to understand well, what's happening today. And yes, you know, it's a modern medical miracle that people can live healthy lives, but that's not the same for everyone everywhere. Uh, new at-risk communities have emerged, uh, even in places where um, the rates of transmission have gone down significantly over many years. So it's not... Um, I think that's a really important part of what we're doing. That's the heart of what we're doing. I think, you know, dealing with the history of uh, legal, political, social change, so Mm -hmm. that pivotal point of decriminalisation, acknowledging what went before, all of the people who were extraordinarily courageous before then and all of the people who worked so hard to create that change and that change you know, coinciding with really, um, you know, it's only a few years later that HIV AIDS emerges and uh, looking at just all of those stepping stones from then until now, you know, we're seeing um, a lot of the the language that was used to vilify us, now used against trans people. We're uh, looking at the banning of story time and, you know, all of these things, are, um, I'm particularly want people to be really aware mm. of Alex Greenwich is doing around saying we've got a ban conversion therapy. Um, so it's not, so just that, the, that, it's not just about the politics and the, and, and the activists, is it? You're, you're sort of looking at the dimensions of lots of different lives. So athletes, Artists and allies, drag queens, drag kings, trans elders. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. So, so that's where the the kind of thread of sexuality and identity and celebration comes in. So, mm-hmm. you know, while we're dealing with very serious matters and things that are that have caused us enormous grief as a community, you know, we are resilient. We are joyful. It's a celebration of that love and creativity, and so. Artist activists are, of course, central to those those expressions. Um, 
and we've tried to include that. So, you know, the threads, these kind of thematics go through different exhibitions. So you'll see things in one exhibition and then there's another aspect of it in another to to kind of create this pathway through the whole building. As the uh, curator, Liz, it's, it's, it's got to be a... a I was going to say difficult, but challenging role is to is to continue that thread, because nothing ever happens in isolation, does it? And that you know, for people, you know, when they come to Qtopia, and as you said, allocate a lot of time, but it's actually it's part of a journey. But each each little place you stop at is going to have something that's relevant to them, or relevant to the people that they know. That's quite a challenge to to create that, I think. Um, I think the short answer there is yes. I mean, <laughs> what, 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 I, what I would say is I'm just working with amazing people from from across the communities, and we've worked together to, you know, I mean, it's, it's not broken up into, well, this is the lesbian stories and this is the gay stories mm. and all of that kind of thing. It's very much an integrated approach to uh, not prioritising one voice over another, having those, um, uh, having the story from different points of view uh, at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, I can only say that I've done my best to put a lot of thought into how the stories unfold, how you move through the space and how they build on each other and how you move from something that may be very emotional to something that's more celebratory and how you move from the past into the present well, and, and imagine the future. Can't wait. I'm, I, I'm actually up in Sydney. I know a lot of um, a lot of uh, queer folk here in Melbourne will be travelling up to Sydney yes. for Mardi Gras and, um, and certainly um, I'll be um, up there in a couple of weeks. So I absolutely can't wait to have a look yeah, at uh, Qtopia. Yeah. It's going to be very exciting so, so thank you very much. Yeah, congratulations, Liz. And, you know, Qtopia is a museum of us for us. So thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, please get in touch when you come and visit. I'd love to show you around. That thank would be you. fantastic. Thank you. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9. Macca and Janet, stay with us. We'll close the show in just a moment and then there'll be some news. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.